1: The first time I got released, it was fucking amazing. But um, this is just normal to me. It's just normal now. In, out, in, out, in, out. Like, you know, I'm so used to prison and that. Coming out, it's like, it's weird. It's like prison to me is home almost. And this is like me going on a holiday. I feel like I'm going on a holiday. I don't even feel like I'm going home.
2: I'm Chris Atkins, and I'm a filmmaker who went to prison for tax fraud in 2016. I spent two and a half years in jail and have since written about it in my book, A Bit of a Stretch. I made good friends inside, and recorded some of their stories for the first season of this podcast. Sadly, a lot of them have now gone back to prison, some of them several times, and so I've written another book, Time After Time, asking why so many ex-prisoners re-offend. It follows a colourful cast of criminals who just can't stay out of prison, And I'm going to dip into some of their stories for the second season of this podcast. This second episode is called Total Recall. And it's about my friend, Ed Cooley. So where are we we going now?
3: We're just going to Oakwood Prison to collect Ed for the third time.
2: This is Ed's long-suffering girlfriend, Jess. It's September 2021. And we're on our way to pick up Ed from Oakwood Prison near Birmingham. And what time is it? Um, it's about
3: six months past eight on a Monday. And are we sure he's getting out? Let's hope so. I don't think they would want him. <laughs> I can't wait to get rid of him.
2: He was originally convicted of drugs and firearms offences in 2014 and was sentenced to ten years and eight months. But like most prisoners, he only served half of this, and he was released on licence in 2018. Since he got out, he's been recalled back to prison three times for supposedly breaching his licence, despite not being convicted of any new criminal offences.
3: He was only supposed to do 28 days, but it's been three months.
2: So just to ex- explain that, what, when you said it was actually 28 days, what?
3: So a standard recall for bad behaviour is 28 days. This time it was just bad behaviour for being late.
2: When prisoners get released at half-time, our licence forbids us from any bad behaviour. But this term is so broad that we can be banged up again at the drop of a hat. On this latest recall, Ed was late back to his hostel and was re-imprisoned the following day. How are spirits? What's his spirits like?
3: It's good. No, he's fine in jail. Um, it's, it's quite easy for him, unfortunately, because he spent nearly a decade in there. Um, the, the challenging part will be now is how his mental health will be in the real world. Um, but let's just hope he lasts longer than three weeks this time. Because um, we've still got, out of the three years that he's been out on licence, he has only been out less than 11 months in total.
2: It's only a third of it he's been
3: Outside prison. Yeah, I've been with him longer in jail than he has been with me. Wow. And we've still got another two years left. Of the license? Around two and a half years, but I'm rounding it to two, yeah.
2: <laughs> Ed's first two recalls were because the police claimed he was selling drugs and handling firearms. But both times they failed to produce any evidence to charge him, and he was eventually released, only to get recalled all over again. Have you got strategies this time to try and keep him out? Have you, have you sort of got a game plan?
3: No, anything can get him recalled, so I don't know. Oh my, my niece just texted me. Eddie, what? where's Ed? He's not out yet. She's only 11, but no. uh... Oh, is there, he's there.
1: Fresh home! Freedom,
2: Ed is strolling out of the prison My gates, horse. carrying his worldly possessions in two clear bin bags. Come on. He's wearing an expensive necklace, a Rolex watch, diamond grills on his teeth, and a bulletproof vest.
1: Gee, yeah, freedom like a <laughs> How are you? You good, yeah? Oh <laughs> right, look, secondary weapon, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. Ed shows me a plastic prison issue fork with sharpened points and then produces a razor blade he's been hiding in his mouth.
1: Because I had a fight before last time I got relieved. Not last time, a couple times before, there was an enemy there, so, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Bye-bye, razor.
2: We walk up to Jess's car, a gleaming white Mercedes, where she gets out a bottle of Paul Roger champagne she's been chilling in an ice bucket. Are you entering it now?
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I right, to sleep in the car. Now it's champagne caviar. Thank you. And one thing I want to say, this for toast, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for always being there for me. Thank you for Aww. my birthday cards. Aww. Thank you for Kit's birthday card, I melt my heart. Aww. And I just want to say thank you for being there, you know? Oh, mate, your friend. Well I love mate, you're out that. baby. You're so, out baby.
2: So cheers. 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 Let's, let's make it the last time, know.
1: Yeah? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Next time when Ed gets recalled, <laughs> It wasn't me, I didn't shoot him.
2: So what was it like this morning?
1: Well, I put on some Andrea Bocelli. What's that? He is the most amazing, amazing musician on this fucking planet. Classical Italian music, beautiful. Blasted it fifth, um, on level 50 on my television. I was, I was eating pre-gabs. I was sniffing some next weird drugs. You know, I smoked my last spliff. I, I backed like five coffees. And then they opened my door, then I asked time to go. I said, wait five minutes, I want the song to finish. So I waited my five minutes, sip my coffee, and then I fucked off. <laughs> and, and the screw said, you're the first person I don't want to get out like ASAP. I was like, listen man, I was like, it is what it is. Getting released, it's lost its It's, lost its pizzazz. It's, it's, it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm getting released. Cause I'm so fucking used to it. I'm so used to coming back and getting out. It's lost the magic. There's no magic in it. So how long have you been in this time? Four months. Four months. Three months. Oh, three months then. I don't know. And why was this, why you recall this? Because I was late to the hostel. Even though I had a GPS tracking tag on me, because if they were that concerned with what I was up to, they knew where I was. Do you know what I mean? They could have physically come and, and, and got me or, you know? So how late were you? <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. So my cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit right so my curfew was 10pm and I returned at 3am
2: so 5 hours yeah
1: that's uh, yeah I know it sounds bad I know it sounds bad but yeah I experimented with some drugs there's, there's some drug called Zoppa clone. and um, I read reading in the papers and I, oh, all the footballers taking Zopaclone so I thought you know what I want to be a footballer tonight so I took the Zoppa clone. And is, that, I woke, is that an opioid or? Is I it? don't know what the fuck it is. It's just it's a little. It's just, the, it's just the evil little blue tablet. It's just, like, just evil. So I took two of these things, and then I woke up in a bando with a little Scottish guy next to me smoking crack, and I was like, I was looking like, what the fuck? Where am I? I checked. I checked my jewelry. I thought, oh, someone must have robbed my jewelry. No, I robbed my jewelry. I looked at my watch. It said half past two. I thought, oh fuck. So I rang the hostel. I was like, yo, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm coming back. And then like, alright, cool. So I rang a taxi, and got back, and everything was fine. And then four in the morning, boom, they come and got me. So the reason to be recalled to prison while you're on license is because you're not deemed safe to be managed in a community. So for me being late, how does that make me so dangerous that I can't be outside? I have to be in prison, like being late. Do you know what I mean? It makes no sense to initiate a recall. You should be put in front of a judge. You should be put in front of a judge and let the judge decide. Because I guarantee you now, if this went to court about this recall and, and a judge was in charge of it, he wouldn't have fucking sent me back to prison for being late.
2: When I was convicted, it was by an independent jury in an open court, and a judge decided the length of my sentence. But there are none of these checks and balances when offenders on license are recalled back to prison. Decisions which deprive people of their liberty are made by probation officers behind closed doors, and the system is riddled with subjectivity and injustice.
1: So what are we gonna do today? Right, so today, we're going to go sort out this probation bullshit with the hostel, and then we're going to go studio and make a fucking hit of a car rich and famous, legitly. <laughs> That's the plan.
2: Ed is also a budding rapper, and has recorded dozens of songs both inside and outside prison. In fact, one of the reasons for a previous recall was that his probation officer didn't like his rap lyrics, as they featured drugs, guns, and extreme violence.
1: You're gonna lay down some tracks. 100 percent, 100 million percent. Why today? Why? Do, why do not you just give it a couple of days, chill out, relax? I've chilled out for three months myself. I'm alright. I don't need to chill out no more. It's time, you know. It's time to do shit. I come to prison when I was 22 years old. Yeah, and I'm 31 now.
3: Enough lying down.
1: Yeah, nearly a decade of my fucking life chilling hat. out. I so on. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to chill out no more. I need, I need to, you know, be productive and, and do shit positively.
2: Ed gets into the car and rummages in the passenger door. He pulls out a box, which is full of prescription medication for his numerous mental health conditions.
3: He's OCD.
1: OCD? And the rest. <laughs> that's, that's the fucking, that's like the easiest. That's the least, that's the it? least <laughs> <hold> it. <laughs> <Entry level. laughs> fucking PTSD, paranoid schizophrenic, personality disorder.
3: Colorblind?
1: Colorblind. Autistic. Aut- autism. <laughs> so, so, so before prison, Obviously, I had mental health issues that I wasn't aware of because where I'm from, you don't talk about that shit. It's just it's just random. It's just normal. Um, after, after prison, after prison, I'm now on fucking 400 milligram of quetiapine, which is like the craziest antipsychotic on the planet because I was having psychosis in prison. It was my own voice telling me to stab people and do fucked up shit. Like my own voice. Like i would be sitting there group of guys, just normal, in my head, it's going, stab him, stab him, stab him, stab him, stab him, stab him.
2: I jump into the back of their car, where Ed is lighting up a huge cannabis spliff. Oh my God. And the smoke is quite overpowering. Has it sunk in,
1: the change? No, cause this is like a dream. This is like, you know what I mean? That's how it feels like every time I get released. It feels like just a fucking, a daydream. And then I wake up back in the cell, back to reality. You see, the amount of prison I've done now, it's lost its effect on me. So I don't care about prison. The only reason I care about prison is my partner. Because she's suffering. If I didn't have her, I'm telling you now, you see, my day of release, the guys that grasped on me last time, I would go straight from prison to their house. Do whatever I'm going to do and then go back to jail. But I've got her. So I can't do that. But literally, prison has lost its effect on me. Like, what? You're not scared of No, not in the slightest.
2: Not in the fucking slightest. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass." and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. When I was released on license, my conditions were pretty light touch. No reoffending, no foreign travel, and I had to check in with my probation officer once a month. But because Ed's original crime was much more serious, you can Google him if you want. He's been given much more stringent license conditions, making him far more likely to get recalled. Now you're licensing, what restrictions are you gonna deal
1: with? I'm not allowed to hold a sparkler. How about that? What do you mean? A fucking sparkler, bro? The fucking sparkler! I get kids the the fucking stick that flashes.
3: And um
1: is that on your license? Yeah, I'm not allowed to hold a fucking Nerf gun, a fucking Super Soaker, anything that resembles a firearm, I'm not allowed to do it, not allowed to be fucking, I can't be in a picture with someone with a Super Soaker behind me, or I'll go jail. I'm not allowed to go to fireworks events. So when does the license end end? 2024. 2024? Yeah. I'm fucked.
2: The key license condition is that Ed has to stay in a probation hostel immediately after his release, despite having a home to live in with Jess. We drive into Oxford, where he checks into the hostel, which is full of other offenders and numerous temptations, we jump back in the car and head to London.
1: So how long do you think you'll be in the hostel for? (laughs) Fuck knows, man. Literally, it's like living in fucking limbo. You don't know where you stand. It's just horrible. It's just horrible being there. It's horrible having to be there at a certain time. It's worse been, than jail. I'd say it really felt like Spring Hill. Literally, just, literally just the atmosphere was exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like the checks, exactly. Level exactly. exactly. When I'm allowed to stay in my home with my with my partner, that's when I'll be released. But that so still until, hasn't happened. No,
2: nah, it hasn't. Unless no, you've never got out further than the hostel. No, he hasn't never.
3: slept in the bed for about three years. So, so each time, time
2: with those those regals you've never made it out of the hostel no
1: every three weeks I've got recalled. every three weeks
3: this time you will where are we going to go um we'll go straight into London and have a few hours recording we're in in the studio all day tomorrow though but we'll try and get as much done today um because
1: we've obviously missed
2: quite a lot over the last three months. We're now at a recording studio in South London. Ed starts laying down drill rap tracks while celebrating his release from custody. Do you not want a drink, Chris? Oh, mm, uh, well, I'm driving, so... I'm No, no no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. no, no, I've got one, I've got one. Oh, OK, cool. Do, Do you want a Xanax? Oh,
1: <laughs> no,
3: for <laughs>
2: I won't record very
1: well. Did <laughs> you wish have to take one home? So what's first up? Snapchat or Instagram. That's the name of the song? That's the name of the song. I wrote this to myself about eight weeks ago. So seven, eight weeks ago. So if anything, the theme might done me some justice because right now I've, I've written something which I think is, the, this is some of the best shit I've ever written, you know? like I look at my old shit and I don't even want to record it. If you look on the floor, look at all this work.
2: The floor is covered in Ed's lyrics for dozens of songs, some of which he's written on official prison paperwork. And this is how
1: gutter and how real it is. In prison, I do not have pen and paper. So one day, some fucking numpty posted a coronavirus update through my cell, which I'll show you right now, yeah? You see that coronavirus update? Can you see that clearly? Yeah, yeah. That turned into a song. Look, on the other side. So are these songs all about your life? From the age of 14, I was sleeping in a car with my dad, you know, begging for food, begging for this, begging for that. And I made a promise to myself um, that under any circumstance, I would never be in that position again. And, I, yeah, and I, I understand the fact that I made the wrong decisions in my life growing up. But at the same time, I don't regret it because it made me who I am. I've still got gang tattoos on my arm. Like, I was heavily involved in the gang culture. I've seen people get shot and killed. I've been shot a few times as well. You know, I'm sleeping in a bulletproof vest right now, in the hostel I'm at.
2: Why are you sleeping in a bulletproof vest?
1: Man's been through some shit, innit? Juggy boys, come on, gang shit. Peach remix, take one.
2: Ed records song after song, each one inspired by his chaotic criminal lifestyle. The lyrics are brutal and raw and keep coming back to the perceived injustice of his situation, that even though he's been released, he can be recalled back to prison at any time.
1: I've been in prison for a very long time. I've got ten years and eight months, yeah? I've done six years out of it. I got released for nine months, completely changed my life. I moved away from London. I found the love of my life. I woke up here with a torch in my eye. I felt a cold bowel of a heckler and Koch MP5 police issue <laughs> gun Yeah. And the words I heard was, if you move, I'll fucking kill you. So then once you're recalled, you you in there for a
3: year once, you what,
1: once you get recalled, once probation, press that red button,
3: you can't get out until police finish their investigation. So they lie and lie and drag it out because they don't want to release an you.
2: And, and he, all this time you're stuck.
3: You got out finally after yeah. being proved innocent and then you yeah. got out for three weeks and then this all happened three again. Three weeks! It's all happened again.
1: So what? They, they just did it to get you off the streets, do you think? Of course, because they know it's another year off my street because my sentence was so long 10 years. I got a long license.
3: 2024
1: and... And they know that and they use that to their advantage. Are you worried it might happen again? Hundred percent. Jesse, you what I mean. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We can't plan our lives at the moment with this happening.
1: We wanna have kids and get married and stuff, you know, and how can I do normal shit when every day, oh I might go to jail today, I might go to jail today.
3: We actually joke yeah. about that he should actually do something because the sentence might be a bit more quicker than a recall.
2: <laughs> a few months later, in February 2022. Ed gets recalled for the fourth time. He's arrested for an assault outside a pub. But after several months, the police admit they have no credible evidence and there will be no further action. At the time of recording, in summer 2023, Ed is still inside, despite the case being completely dropped. It shows how the police and probation can abuse the recall system to lock up people they don't like without needing to convict them in open court. You can read more about Ed's crazy story in my book, Time After Time, along with other tales of colourful repeat offenders.
1: Well, prison's easy enough to break out, but it's the consequences. It was on the news. I don't know why it went international, because I ain't got a passport. I haven't been abroad in my life, you know what I mean, so I didn't need to go that far.
2: That's Simon McClellan, who managed to escape from a high-security prison pretending to be his twin brother. You can find out how in episode three. This has been A Bit of a Stretch, the podcast. It was written and produced by me, Chris Atkins. It was edited by Aidan Lyons, and the music was by Vincent Watts. To hear more of Ed's music, you can follow him on Instagram. His handle is in the episode description. You can hear a lot more about these characters in my new book, which investigates why so many prisoners re-offend again and again. It's called Time After Time, and it's available now.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more